1: going guys welcome back this is episode 13 of the nosebleed seats podcast we are your hosts Matt Fiore and Liam McCarron so it's been a while since we've talked some football with you guys and um we're gonna pick it back up here today and yeah we're what other than the biggest off-season storyline to talk about uh, Tom Brady I mean it, reports are just getting bigger and by the day, I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to think that this seriously might happen where he couldn't leave New England. I did not think he would get to this point. But like I said, here we are. Tom Brady is set to hit the free agent market for the first time in his 20-year career. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, the more I see it, and the more I see the report saying that it's not good, not looking good for New England. I don't know. I mean, it's just come to a point where like I'm kind of buying into it because everyone is just saying it. but I mean we're looking at a player like Brady who is kind of always kind of I feel like he's gotten pretty upset at points, but at the end of the day, he puts it aside. he knows the big, the big picture. Um, he comes back to New England and he buys into Belichick's system. So yeah, I just want to hear your thoughts. We'll open things up because uh, it's been so long. Where do you where do you stand here?
0: Uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been a while since we talked about the NFL. Um, it definitely all the reports are kind of up in the air right now. I mean, some are saying like they like would bet that he's not going to be a Patriot next year. Reports out that the phone call with Belichick that he had this week didn't go very well, that they're not really close to a deal right now. Um, yeah, so I mean it's up in the air right now. I still think he's gonna be a patriot come next season. I actually have put money on it. So hmm. I genuinely think that he will be a patriot next year. It's just it's tough. It's very much so still up in the air what he's gonna do i know all these other teams are trying to get into him but it's just it's gonna be tough if he i can't imagine seeing tom brady in a different uniform but it is hard with all the speculations and all these reports about what's gonna happen with him but again it's just we i don't think us i don't think the reporters i don't think anyone really knows what's going on fully behind closed doors Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely tough i mean brady has many options uh i mean last i saw there's like six teams that might bid into him. but i mean it's it's very like i mean i'm struggling to find words right now like it's i really can't see him going anywhere else right now though is what i'm just gonna end with I I think he wants to end with the Patriots Montana who was his idol growing up told him to stay in New England because I think Montana regretted leaving uh, San Francisco and going to Kansas City for the last two years of his career so I I think he's gonna stay I think all these things about like Oh, he's a hundred percent leaving or just quick bait and like people trying to be like Kellerman just to get attention. And I think he'll be back next year. He is coming off of though, like statistically the worst season of his career. But this is also still like the worst team he's had, yeah. like offensively wise. <clears throat> this is the best defense he's had since oh mm-hmm. seven. But I mean it's it's gonna be very interesting and the domino effect that's gonna go into a like play whether where he chooses to go is going to be extremely interesting with all the other free agent markets on, uh, at the quarterback position.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I want to just take a, go back into like the timeline of what has, what has happened put their all like reports aside Uh, I'm just looking at like well-known like what we see, what we have, like the facts and what we have seen. So the Patriots lost to the Titans, and then after that, Brady then announced that he would be returning, and then shortly after that, it was the Super Bowl and his commercial came out, and um, many people thought. I mean, I was one of. I thought that meant he was returning, considering he was in Gillette Stadium saying, "I'm not going anywhere," but. I guess that means just in general, he was kind of repeating himself on the retirement thing, reiterating that. And then a couple days ago, we saw Brady at a Syracuse basketball game with Edelman, which is a good sign. Um, And then there were reports saying that or there was a video that was saying like, not me, but. That kind of got fixed. That kind of got patched up. We got some good audio on it, and he was not saying, "Not me." He was saying like something, this guy, or something like that. I don't know what he was saying. He said something, and they weren't even talking about like him staying. Uh, and then a couple of days ago, I don't know if you heard this, but Dana White had. Oh a, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, he had a thing with Brady, and Brady just kind of said uh, he's being patient with the fact that he'll be hitting the open market in a few weeks um, and that it's something new for him. Like I said, it's the first time he's ever been a free agent in his career. And yeah, he didn't really give much, but yeah, we're, we're a few weeks away. I mean, the talk will finally be put to rest. I mean, I'm kind of sick of hearing it put on sports radio every day. And it's really the only thing you hear about, especially with like a, a, with a good Bruins team that's rolling, I want to listen to them. But nope, I'm stuck listening about Brady every day. Um, but yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I mean, if you're the if if you're Belichick and Kraft, and you offer him reasonable money, um, 260, 265 somewhere in that range. I mean, and he he doesn't want to be here, then that's really, that's all you can, that's all you can do. I mean, you tried, he gave the guy what he initially wanted. And if it was too late or he wants to go be a bigger piece to a team, he wants, I certainly think something to do with this whole thing is Brady wants recognition. He wants, he wants a little bit more stake. I think he's a little sick of being one of 53 here in new England I think that if he were to go to a team like the like the Raiders, like the Titans, he would be much bigger than one of fifty three. He would be, uh, he would probably be like. He'd have say in like coaching. I uh, I don't even know. It, it's kind of limitless with this guy. We've never really seen anything like this. Peyton Manning, you can kind of make your case, but I don't think Peyton Manning was this advanced and this good. At this point in his career, plus he was much younger. He was not 42 or 43. He's going to be Brady will be 43 by the time football gets going again. Um, But, yeah, I I just think that that's one of the leading factors here where he's just tired of it. I mean, he can can boast Belichick all he wants on on NFL Network and they they can say all they want about each other and how they have the ultimate respect, but – At the end of the day, I'm not taking Brady's side here, but I'm saying I would, I would probably be in his. I would feel the same way if I were in his shoes. I would definitely think like, okay, I've literally, I've been the best athlete of all time. I've been the, I've literally lifted this city. I've literally made this city a title town. Like, there will never be another (laughs) this for any anyone else. No one else, no one will ever see what I'm doing for this city and Mm -hmm. that goes that goes a lot to belichick as well but player wise i mean brady's the one doing it he's the one out there executing i don't know i i i feel for brady there but at the same time i do think he's kind of being a little selfish about this i think that he's kind of leaving the patriots on the fence a little bit like okay dude like Tell us if you're in. If you're not in, let's let's move on with our lives. If you're not, if you're in, great. Let's let's get this going. Let's put this to rest before free agency starts, so no other teams have any shot of making any stupid world whirlwind moves. I don't know, but yeah, it definitely I, be hard. It definitely be hard
0: to see him go. So my my brother, my older brother Connor, made a good point to me uh, a couple weeks ago where he said i was asking him like what do you think about the brady stuff and he basically said he thinks he's staying and he thinks he he wouldn't really be like kind of dicking us around like this with the commercial and everything that's going on if he was gonna leave mm-hmm. you know, like if he were to leave he wouldn't have done the commercial he would have just kind of like just still been quiet about it and like not really have been focusing on it and I mean, granted, I bet you he doesn't want people focusing on it right now. I mean, he's probably got more important things to worry about. I mean, this is like the very limited time he gets to spend with his family. I bet you he's put very like decent thought into it. And I think he kind of also just wants to explore his options here. He's never done that. Mm -hmm. He's always just had Belichick. And at the end of the day, I think no matter what team he visits, I think he's going to see like, I'm better off staying where I am. I'm better off with this guy that's been coaching me for the longest time. And I know people always want to speculate like, oh, Brady wants to win one without Belichick. Belichick wants to win one without Brady. And at the same time, like, there's always the argument about, like, who's better at their given task, Brady or Belichick. And it really is neither one of them is better than the other. They just kind of work in sync. Brady's the ideal quarterback for a Belichick system. And Brady's ideal coach is Bill Belichick. Like, They kind of work out perfectly. I don't think either of them would have had a tremendous, like as good as this career is with any other quarterback and any other coach. And so I think that's what Brady's going to see as he explores free agency. And I think when you look back at his career too, if you look at the quarterbacks he's going to be put up against where it's like he's going to be like, obviously we all think he's the, everyone but Kellerman seems to think that he's the, no doubt about it, greatest quarterback of all time. But, like, he's going to be compared to Manning. He's going to be compared to Breeze. He's going to be compared to Favre. He's going to be compared to all these guys. And all these guys have played on separate teams. So I think he wants to stand out from the bunch where it's like, okay, I started here. I'm going to end here. I want to end my career with a high note on New England. Like, And granted, even if he does leave, his legacy in New England will never be, like, tarnished. Like, If he leaves and goes to any other team, I'm still going to be like, yeah, Brady's probably the most important sports figure I've watched in my entire life. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do you think this is a, like, you kind of, you're getting into a little bit. Do you think this is kind of a, what do you, what's the phrase for it? Do you think this is kind of like a, a boast, like, see who, who wins, like, Brady goes and proves it. Maybe he gets i I'm not saying he even wins a Super Bowl, makes it farther than the Patriots. Do you think this is like a okay, let's go let's let's put it to the test. Who's more who's more important? Me or you? Cause do you think it's that kind of situation or no?
0: Um, so I'm gonna disagree with you there. I don't think well, I mean, I don't even know if that was your no, I'm take or not, you, I'm but you. yeah. Um no, I think it's I think it's at the end of the day, this is not like Favre with the Packers. Like, oh, I want to see if I can do better than the Packers. Like, this is something we've never seen before. This is like when Manning left, he was forced to leave. When Favre left, he was forced to leave. When When Manning got the injury, they got Andrew Luck and they released Peyton Manning. When Favre was getting old, he had a bad year and the Packers were like, Okay, hey, we're gonna go with this Aaron Rodgers kid and have him be our quarterback. And it's very fair, but like I think this is like I think this is most comparable maybe to Montana, where except for with Montana they had Steve Young as the backup ready to come in and be the starting quarterback. And that season when Montana went to Kansas city, Kansas city played um, the 49ers in the regular season and the 49ers beat them. But like at the end of the day, like if Brady goes somewhere else and they have a better team, is it really like I'm doing better than you here or like, it doesn't really show like, I guess the, he wants to do it without Belichick. I think considering I think if he leaves, we kind of are going to slide away from being championship contenders. We're still going to have a good team mm-hmm. regardless. As long as Belichick's here, we'll always have a good team. But like, let's say Brady goes to a team like, like, I don't know, like the Bucks. like he's not going to play us. And I don't know. Like, I still don't think that I think anywhere he goes, it's going to be a different thing. Like, I think it's a, question of greatness and i don't think him trying to be like i can do it without belichick is like an issue right now i think he wants to make it so that his super bowl record and his playoff numbers never get touched again Mm -hmm. which i think at the end of the day the best place for him to be is here in new england so sorry that was a little bit of a ramble you're good Mm -hmm.
1: um so with that i mean there there's other teams on the table the number one team that has kind of been in on this since the very beginning is the Tennessee Titans pretty much because of coach Mike Vrabel Brady and Vrabel are known to have like a a very very good bond they always have had a good relationship Um, the Titans do fit in a football standpoint when I when I talk about it I think that a team that is going to be with probably without their starting quarterback so they'll Able to get rid of Tannehill, I think that kind of caught lightning in a bottle with him. Um, if the Brady thing doesn't work out with the Titans, I don't think Tannehill is the answer there. Um, but yeah, like like I just said, they Tannehill is coming off their books, so they're without their quarterback. Um, they have a good offense, a pretty decent o line, young receivers, obviously one of the best running backs in the in the league, a promising. Promising, I'm not going to say good defense, but a, a promising defense at that. Um, the Titans make sense football-wise, but in terms of what Brady is trying to do, um, I think Brady is kind of – like we've said before in the past, Brady's not like the he, – like, he likes to be social. He likes to be in a city, like a big city, especially with Giselle and her – her whatever what is she like a supermodel like her modeling stuff yeah Um, I think being in Tennessee there's there's not really much to offer from from that from that kind of thing uh so I don't know I don't know where I don't see the the fit there
0: hmm yeah I know it's it's um i don't see the fit there either and people are speculating like oh he's calling frable like all this stuff him and frable have been friends for years brady would talk to him regularly before he was a head coach and that hasn't changed obviously uh i don't know if you remember it but the preseason with the titans where we worked out with them uh belichick and brady gave him a trophy for beating them in the regular season really like they yeah they just they like fucking around with yeah. each other they're fun yeah like it's He's clearly one of Brady's boys. He just happens to be a head coach of another team. That obviously goes into play when we're trying to figure out where Brady might go. But, I mean, I think the best fit for him may be Las Vegas, but they don't really have all the tools and they still have to pay Derek Carr. So it's it's really like everywhere he goes, it's kind of like just like, oh, well, this goes into a factor. This is a factor. That's why I think like, him coming back would be the best fit for him they still live in connecticut they still are close to new york for giselle's uh fashion stuff and i think that probably will be the best fit for him i don't see him going anywhere else i i mean i really can't preach on it enough but it's it's going to be interesting i just think he wants to make sure that we're going to give him weapons this year which is something that we didn't really do last year. He started off with weapons, but one by one, they all kind of faded away to where it was, he just had jewels. So, yeah. Uh,
1: like you said, the the Raiders are probably the second team that comes to most people's minds. Um, the Raiders are coached by probably one of the most player, coach-esque guys in the league in John Gruden. Um New city, new stadium, new vibe there. Something that could interest Brady. Obviously, Vegas, something that could could entice Brady, like we were talking about, bigger city, bigger market-type areas. Uh, the Raiders have a not-so-great offense. Uh, Tyrell Williams, Darren Waller, Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs.
0: I, Josh Jacobs is a snuff. Yeah, he's good. But...
1: <laughs> Waller's good. One-year wonder, though. He's only done it for one year. We'll see if he can keep it up. But their receiving core, not so great. It'd be very similar to what he had here in New England. Um, Antonio Brown plays a big factor into this. We've heard reports that Brady and Brown kind of want to be together. Bridges have burned in in the Raiders organization. I do not think they would they would bring him back uh, with after everything that happened with him almost taking off the general manager's head. So I don't think that would be, I don't think they would do that. But who knows? They probably would be the stupid enough organization to bring him back with Brady. Um, I do see. I, th- I think this is a little bit better of a fit than than the uh, than the Titans. Um, but not. I just don't see as good of a fit as New England. I don't think there's a better better fit than New England. I don't know.
0: I don't see it. Yeah, no, I, I also don't. I also heard rumors of, I mean, these are just speculations. At this point, it all is kind of, we don't know what's legit and what's not. But I saw that it could do a, uh, essentially what would be a sign-in trade yep. with uh, Jimmy G, where Brady would go to San Fran and we would get Jimmy G back in return. Obviously, we'd probably we probably have to throw in assets in that trade as well. Yeah. To get the younger quarterback but i I thought that one was very interesting because i could see that's where brady like he grew up and he wanted to play for the 49ers his whole career Mm -hmm. so that is a very interesting one but i'm looking right now at the nfl free agent wide receiver markets and if we can just get like maybe two of these guys like right here like one that would cost us a ton of money is Amari Cooper. Dallas said if they can't get a deal done with Dak, they're going to franchise tag him. So that means Cooper could be on the table for us. There's also um, Rashard Perryman, the wide receiver from Tampa Bay. He's currently a UFA going into this season, going into this offseason. So we could get him up for maybe a little less than market value. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hogan, Hogan is uh, on the market yet again. Uh, Brady loves Chris Hogan. Uh, I think just if we can just show Brady that these are guys that we can bring in and we want to bring in for you to win around, and like also Robbie Anderson, he's a scumbag piece of shit, but he's a he's a free agent right now. Like if we can just get maybe a couple of these guys, like Randall Cobb's available, uh, Travis Benjamin's available. I mean he he's not really that great, but. I mean, just something for Brady to have, where he can essentially just be like, "Okay, I kind of like that." You guys are showing that you want to build a team around me. Yeah,
1: I think that that Forty ers thing would probably be his best his best interest there, because, like you said, I mean, who wouldn't want to play in their hometown team that he grew up idolizing?
0: Uh, and and. And also um, I just switched the page to the free agent market for tight ends too. There's a lot of yes. good tight ends that are still available. Hunter Henry's obviously he's going to get franchise tag that came out if they don't work out a deal, but Tyler Eifert's available. Very good tight ending, uh Cincinnati. He is not going to be franchise tag because the Bengals already announced that they're going to franchise tag AJ green. Uh, Vernon Davis, he's old, but, I mean, just some experience. Eric Ebron right now is a uh, free agent. Yeah, and, like, right now only two tight ends have signed out of this class. Jordan Reed's available, Vance McDonald. Like, these are all very capable tight ends. Obviously, it's a drop-off from uh, Gronk. We're never going to find a guy to replace Gronk, but these are all guys that are available and – really we could bring them in maybe like just to show brady like hey we can build a successful offense around you last year was a real fluke we built it up very good at the start of the year where brady had these weapons but it just kind of fell apart where gordon whatever happened with him behind closed doors we had to release him obviously we couldn't keep antonio brown after what he said so it's if we can show that like hey we'll build this offseason for you but you might need to take less than you would for these other teams brady then might be coincided to basically sign up again for the next year or maybe two years with us and even if he doesn't the patriots go out and get some of these guys some of these like wide receivers get them on like two three-year deals some of these tight ends same thing two three-year deals And we sign a very capable quarterback like Ryan Tannehill or Andy Dalton. I think this Patriots team could still have success. Yeah. Like.
1: That kind of leads into the next topic. Um, I was going to touch upon. I want to know your plan A and plan B replacements for Brady. If you were to uh, leave.
0: Uh, so I'm getting up the upcoming free agents here. It doesn't have to be a free agent. You can think draft, you can yeah. think Stidham, anyone. Um, trade. I like Stidham. I really do like Stidham. Um, obviously, if we could trade to get – if the Jimmy G trade happens, I'd be very happy. I mean, that's just speculation, though. But right now, realistic plan plans that I have right now for what I'd like the Patriots to do – is maybe go out and get a guy like Andy Dalton. I think that he'll slide in well. Tannehill also. It's just a quarterback that we don't need to ask him to do more than he's capable of. Basically, just a quarterback that will slide in and just be essentially what Tannehill was for the Titans this year, where he came in, did a nice job, B minus job every game. He didn't win them the games, but he didn't lose them the games. And that's exactly what, if we lose Brady, the Patriots are going to need. I don't think we should, guys that I don't think we should get are Philip Rivers, uh, Jameis Winston, and Marcus Mariota. But really, like if we can get Teddy Bridgewater, his market value is high. I would love him at our quarterback position. He did exactly what he needed to do for the Saints. And he came in and played well. And if it wasn't for an insane knee injury, he would have been a franchise quarterback and probably a quarterback that were all still like looking as one of the top 10 in the league, maybe. Yeah. So I would go with, if my plan a without Brady, I would probably say, I think the patch should go out and get Teddy Bridgewater and plan B. I would say get Tannehill. I, I like Ryan Tannehill. I think his whole career has been tainted from Miami. He's played on very bad teams and we saw what he could do this year with a competent team and a competent head coach and it led to success. They went to the conference finals. That was no fluke. You don't, you don't just flukely beat the Patriots and the Ravens yeah. both on the road. And then you lead Kansas city like for the first like 20 minutes of that game. So it's, I think Tannehill will be a great replacement for Brady and same with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. We'd have to change our offense around a little bit with Bridgewater, but I like them too. Also, if we could get uh, A.J. McCarron, that would be pretty great. Um, no no bias there at all. Uh, but yeah. Um, my plan A is a name we haven't really heard
1: of at all. Um, he's a guy that is probably going to be being shipped out of his, his starting job pretty soon. I don't think that the Colts are really looking at him as a Ooh. guy. Uh, I like Jacoby Brissett. Um, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I like <laughs> him because he. I mean, we drafted him. He obviously knows our system a little bit more than every, any other guy, anyone else we'd bring in that has no experience here. Um, when called upon, he did his job. He can. He shows he can run when needed. Um, he's a good pocket passer. Uh, he's a big body in the pocket. He's certainly not a guy you just push down or push around. Um, I think he has pretty good smarts uh, learning under Brady and Garoppolo for, what, a year, two years. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, he's just not a name that we've been hearing a lot of. And uh, I like the fact that he might be a sleeper. He might be a dark horse kind of guy, especially with the Colts rumbling to draft a quarterback and with their, uh, with their first round pick, uh, I like him as my plan a and plan B. I'm going to go probably Marcus Mariota just because um, I, I don't think Brady's going to be a Titan. So I think that the the Titans will end up keeping or hang on to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I like Mariota just because he, he's a little bit flashier. Um, he had, Great college career, Oregon. Um, but yeah, I just think that maybe maybe Belichick moves on to to the new wave, the new generation of quarterbacks, the the scrambling quarterbacks, on the run kind of kind of guy. See if Belichick can handle that.
0: Um, I like him. Mm-hmm. So those would probably be my uh, plan A, plan B. Fun trivia fact: if we if we do get Mariota, he would be. The first Heisman trophy winner to play for the Patriots since and can you name the guy? Uh played in our lifetime for the Patriots. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Wow. Glad you got that. (laughs) I didn't think you would. Yeah. Uh he wasn't he wasn't a Patriot for long, right? Not uh just for like like a year. He did the drop, he did the drop kick and then said goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Um
1: So we're talking guys that are probably bridge quarterbacks. All these names we're mentioning, I mean, maybe besides Teddy Bridgewater, I think Brissett, I think Tannehill, Mariota, Dalton, all those guys would be a bridge quarterback in terms of going into the draft and drafting your next guy. So Mm -hmm. my question is, do the patriots enter a rebuild maybe maybe they try maybe they try this first year because they still have gilmore in his prime they still have a little bit le- there they have a little bit left of edelman who's getting up there in age they have guys that they want to they want to play out with and see what they can do without brady but i'm saying maybe maybe in a year year two years three maybe do the patriots start parting chips getting more draft picks building up assets and do they tank not tank but obviously you know what I mean? From a mm-hmm. lesser team and get a higher draft pick because of that. Do they do that and to get a to get licks at a at a top five quarterback in a draft down the down the line, down a couple of years down the road? Or do you think that they uh, just play their cards, they keep playing, and they try and find the next Brady in
0: the sixth round, 199th pick? So, my whole thing is, I I hate when drafts raise quarterback stocks. Like this year, in this year's draft, we only know, and really next year's draft too, we only know really two quarterbacks that we're like, okay, yeah, they're slam dunk, they're gonna be surefire good guys. I think that's Tua and uh, Burrows, and then next year we all obviously know Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a stud as well. I hate drafting a quarterback high. I think there's quarterbacks to be found later later on in the draft and not in the top five positions. Mm-hmm. I, like this year's draft, I think Burroughs isn't the best player in this draft. I think it's um, Chase Young, the defensive edge rusher from Ohio State. And I think in the draft they overvalue the quarterback position way too much. It's obviously the most important position, but if we do enter a rebuild and we try to, you know, tank to try to get one of these top quarterbacks, I think if our issue with our team is that we're that low down and we're drafting that low, there's more issues with the team than at the quarterback position in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think, I think building a team, building a bad team around a rookie quarterback, a young quarterback can ruin a guy's career. And I I think Tannehill is a prime example of that. Tannehill was drafted pretty high to the Dolphins, and he never flourished until he was out of Miami because of how, obviously, Miami is a special case. I don't think we're going to enter a rebuild as long as we have Bill Belichick. I think right now, I think Bill Belichick probably has an eye on a quarterback that's an eighth grader that's going to be our next (laughs) quarterback. That's how good he is at scouting. I trust whoever Belichick has because he he hits on these quarterbacks he drafts. Like he's hitting on three, uh, at least two recently, three in the history of the team. And I mean, in what we saw in '08 with Matt Castle too. I think our our team can be run by one of these fill-in quarterbacks, just kind of a guy that's does his job and isn't asked to do more than he's capable of. Like. We, in 08, we never asked Matt Castle to be like, hey, go out there and give us a game-winning drive with uh, 90 seconds left and one timeout. You can't ask that out of these guys that are going to fill in for us until we find the next quarterback. I think I think the Patriots are going to continue to win. I think we're going to continue to try to win, and we're going to wait till we find a quarterback that we like that will fit our system perfectly like Brady did when we drafted him. Obviously we're never going to find a hall of fame quarterback in the sixth round of every draft, but if we're just patient, we kind of find these bridge guys until then our team can still have success while we wait for that next guy to come in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes sense either. Uh, it's just something that's been like rumored upon with the Patriots kind of sell off, but I, I don't think so. Um, they currently have the best cornerback in the league. Um, they have other great assets on D who are up there in age, like Dante Hightower, Devin McCourty, guys that I think you could make a run with before they kind of get too up there in age where the point where they stop producing to their levels. Um, but I, think, I do think with all these older players, like Hightower, McCourty, um, Edelman, all those guys, I do think it's it sparks a debate that maybe in a couple of years down the road, if we haven't figured it out, at quarterback, we could be seeing like a rebuild where we're just kind of coasting along for a year with not so great talent in hopes of getting a top draft pick. Because in a couple of years, McCordy, all those guys are not going to be good because they're going to be 35 plus years old. And I think that's a huge drop off for for safeties and uh, for wide receivers. Um, this is kind of how the, the, the sport is played. You're not really given as long unless you're a quarterback or a kicker in terms of other sports where you can play, you can play at a high level until you're 40, like, like in hockey or in basketball. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Uh, free agency kicks off. I believe this, I think the 16th is the day where agents can start talking to teams that's kind of like the moratorium period. And then the uh, 18th is when we officially kick it off. So, yeah,
0: that's in just under two weeks. We'll have our But answer. Also, just uh to chime in real quick about our defense. Uh, the Pats defense, I mean, yeah, our window's closing with a couple of these older guys, and we have to re-up on a lot of guys. But, I mean, at what point, like, are you, do you think that like we're going to be like, who are these guys that Belichick's drafting? Like I mean, some of these guys really came out of nowhere that we have that are huge factors on our team, like Van Noy and like uh, uh, Winovich. Winovich was a huge factor on our team this year. He played in every game. He really kind of, I think he got hurt towards the end. But, like, I trust Winovich as the years go on. I trust whoever Belichick decides to pick up as everything goes on look at jc jackson last year had an incredible year i think him and gilmore were unbelievable together as uh the backs on our team and our window is definitely closing but i think this is a team that can build off of how this defense is moving forward as some of these guys leave like we have in the past final question before we uh get into our picks
1: Realistically. Non-bias. Do the Patriots win a Super Bowl in the next two seasons?
0: Go. Yes. Reasons. Reasons are I think our I think this year was a little bit of a fluke. Our team kind of fell apart at the end, uh, as we all saw and witnessed. It's I think was mainly part due to fact of one injury we were without Devlin, which people forget really hurt our. Uh, run game. And then we were out, uh, without, um, what's his name? Our center, uh, Andrews. And so that all comes into play. And if we can come back healthy this year, I think the Patriots the next two years with the Belichick system and the guys that Belichick wants, regardless of if we keep Brady or not, are set up for success for the next two years with this defense and with our offense if we come back healthy?
1: I'm going to go with – I'll go with yes. I think that Brady ultimately (laughs) returns. I just – like we've been kind of repeating ourselves. Um, There's just no way. There's no way. I refuse to believe it because – simply because of the fact that I've literally not seen another quarterback in my life. I mean, you can, yeah, obviously you can say Jimmy G for a game, Matt Castle for a game, Jacoby Brissett for a game, and the Week 17s with the fucking JV teams playing for the Patriots. But I've never seen another quarterback in my lifetime. Um, I just refuse to believe that there will be another quarterback next season. Uh, Tom Brady is my idol, he's most people's idols. Not to get corny here, but I mean, come on. He's literally, he's lifted this city to a historic and untouchable level of dominance. Um, I think that he's going to realize that in a few weeks when the tables are set. Um, it's easy to say, oh, I want to go play in Las Vegas. I want to go play in Tennessee now when it's, you can't officially do any of that. You can't officially go talk to a team like the Titans or a team like the Raiders. But in a couple of weeks when it really comes down to it and he's at the facilities and he's around the culture there and there's another head coach by the name of not Bill Belichick sitting across the table from him. He's going to say ultimately, okay, this doesn't make sense. This isn't right. Um, this isn't my home. Uh, The Gillette bill and kraft are it's the place and the people that I've been brought up with. They're the people that made me the greatest. Um, Certainly he has a lot to do with it himself, but I mean, come on, it definitely wasn't just all him. It was everyone around that building in new England. And I think ultimately he's going to credit that at the end of the day, like he always has Brady's going to ink a two year, $65 million contract. They're gonna get him some weapons. I don't know if it'll be Amari Cooper. Maybe it'll be a decent tight end. Um, Nikhil Harry will be a very good sophomore. Edelman will be back. He'll be healthy. Devlin Andrews, let's go, bro. They're gonna win next year's Super Bowl. I'm not. I'm not being a. I'm not being a homer here. It's the honest opinion of what it is because the Patriots are the Patriots. And just when you think you have them out for the count. What happens? They win the fucking Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Every time, man. Prediction. every time. I'm fired up. I got some goosebumps right now because I just went on that rant. I really hope it comes true. At least the Brady signing part. If Brady signs, they don't win another Super Bowl. Oh well. I have six. That's that's more than that's more than some fans will see in their lifetime. I got it in 20 years. So, fuck them. Um, Hell let's yeah. Get some picks. I'll go. Wait All one right? second. I go just gotta. I gotta, gotta ask go. you
0: where. <laughs> If Brady does leave, where do you think the actual best fit for him is? I, I certainly think the best fit. Are we talking like, can I pick from any team? Any, any the team. Like, the is like The forty
1: yeah. ers are his best fit, not only because of where that's where he's from, but because they just have a great young defense, I think, would spark. I'm, I'm calling me. This is so awkward, but that you could, cut. yeah, uh, Brady, Brady would like it there because I mean, look, he has a guy, he has a Gronk-like figure at tight end in George Kittle. Uh, he has a deep. I mean, that they, their wide receiving core is not so good with. I don't know if Emmanuel Sanders will be back there, but they have like Kendrick Bourne and a couple other guys. That I don't really know, but like you said, they have Kittle. They could easily go get Antonio Brown. They could – they have Mostert. They have Coleman. They have a great – but they have a good O-line. Good coaching staff there. Great mm-hmm. coaching staff there. A team that's just coming off a lost Super Bowl. I think Brady likes that story. Like, okay, let's go. Let's go play for the team. Just lost Super Bowl. Let's bring them up. Let's go win it in my hometown. That's that's where I think my his best fit is. Uh-huh.
0: You? All right, yeah. I think his best fit personally is, and because I, I agree, I think the 49ers would be a great fit for him, but really? I think the best fit for him might be Tampa Bay with, yeah, with their offensive weapons and what we saw them do where that team was very successful this year. Jameis Winston led the league in passing TDs. He was like the seventh quarterback ever to throw for 5,000 yards in the season. And I mean mm-hmm. I think we all agree Jameis Winston kind of stinks. So imagine taking that same team, taking Jameis Winston out, 30 interceptions again, 30 interceptions in the season. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston, taking him out and putting in Tom Brady. That team will go toe to toe with the Saints in the NFC East. I mean the NFC South, and is maybe a front runner with the 49ers as they are. And the Saints, as they are, to go to the Super Bowl next year. I like what Tampa Bay is doing. I like Coach Arians. I think if Brady goes to Tampa Bay, I think they instantly become. Did you
1: see what Arian maybe said? the front runner out of the <laughs> NFC? <laughs> oh my god, dude, I loved it. He literally yeah. did not care. He was like, "Fuck your rules" and all that shit, dude. He literally just like. He was like, "Yeah, guys like Brady and Breeze or, yeah. and uh, Rivers, we'd we'd
0: take them over our fucking bum quarterback." <laughs> yeah, he's just like, if you need saber, if you need saber metrics, if you need saber metrics to go for it on fourth and two when you're on the when you're on the opponent's twenty five. Get the fuck out of here! If a computer tells me that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Breeze are good quarterbacks, <laughs> then why the hell are we using the computer? Yeah. He basically just said "fuck sabermetrics," and I love it. I it is something we haven't like. I like that now. Like as we're in the full sabermetrics swing of sports, where all these advanced stats are the main stats to look at. With like war and baseball and uh, basketball has an advanced stat. Uh, I forget, but uh, it's like offensive and defensive efficiency ratings. But and like he's basically just like "fuck advanced stats." Football is football. And I love it. I love Bruce. So, he is the in, man.
1: Uh <clears throat> in two weeks
0: or so we'll
1: we'll have our answers and we'll be we'll be back on the pod and it'll either be probably our most depressing episode of all time or the most yeah. The, mm-hmm. the
0: most fucking happy episode Very you, happy. you'll see on this mm-hmm. podcast. Oh, so, I'll tell you right now, if we sign Brady, I'll literally be smoking a cigar and drinking while we're recording just because of how happy if I am. The Brady I'm basically just going to be here, doing I will, a victory cigar. I will
1: pardon Tom Brady for my presidential candidate come November when we're voting. Shit you not. Shit you not. <laughs> All right. So in two weeks, we'll we'll be back with that. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get to our picks. I will go first. Um, my first pick of the day, Tampa Bay but. Tampa Bay Vipers in the XFL minus one and a half against the Los Angeles Wildcats. Or the actually, I'm sorry, I messed that up. Tampa Bay Vipers are plus one and a half. They're underdogs. First, um, the Los Angeles Wildcats. Um, not gonna lie, I don't have a clue. I'm just kind of going out on a limb here. I like, I like the Vipers, what they're doing over there. I don't know any of the players or any of the coaches, but hey, fuck it, going with my gut. Uh, next pick going with the raptors tonight versus the golden state warriors minus eight and a half i think steph curry is going returning tonight it's a final rematch it's a finals rematch but i just like the yeah, way he's the back. raptors play basketball they're a deep team i don't think curry is going to fix the warriors woes they don't really have much else going on around them i mean draymond green is certainly not draymond green anymore i like the two-seeded Raptors, a team that's fighting for that two-seed with the Celtics. Um, My third pick tonight comes with the Bruins going up against the Panthers. Um, The Bruins just had a statement win against the Tampa Bay Lightning just two nights ago. Statement win. I think they kind of got out. Oh, yeah. At the end of that game, I think the Lightning were really amping it up, but Final score is the final score. The Bruins win 2-1. I'm going with the bees tonight again. They're playing another Florida team with the Panthers. Yarrow Hlaxon net. I like the Bruins here, obviously, uh, because they're the Bruins. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, They're going with their puck line.
0: Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Um. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to start mine out. I am also going to go with Bruins' puck line. Uh, Bruins are buzzing. Um, I really think it was such a statement win to beat probably the team we're going to play in the second round, uh, regardless of how the seating shades out. I think the boys are going to be buzzing. Um, Really sucks for you. It looks like Richie's looking pretty good with us right now. Um, He's playing well. Uh, So is uh, Koss or however the fuck you say his name. So the trades, both trade pieces are looking good for the Bruins right now. And I think the locker room is really buzzing as we make this playoff push. And I mean, there's a reason why right now we're the best team in the league. And really like say what you want about like the president's trophy curse. I mean, it fucked us over in the past, but right now it's the regular season. We're the best team in the league. We're playing Florida. And Florida doesn't really have that loud of a barn. So I think we're going to, take them and tonight on the road I'm also gonna take the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are I'm also taking their puck line. Uh the Maple Leafs are really trying to make this uh try to just lock up that playoff spot. Um and they're playing the Kings in LA. LA's really, really bad this year. They kind of traded away all their good players at the deadline. I right, think the Leafs are gonna roll them so take the Leafs puck line. And then uh because <laughs> I changed my Twitter Pitcher to so now I'm the XFL insider Mufasa McCarran. Uh, I would take the DC Defenders uh, plus They're four and a half. Them. The Defenders are, are undefeated Jones. at home, mind you. They they only de- they only defend. So I would take the Defenders there, and I got two future picks for you. And right now, here it is to win the Big Ten Conference Tournament take Wisconsin plus 13 uh plus 1300. Wisconsin is buzzing. They are a win and a Maryland loss away from being the one seed in the Big 10 tournament. Wisconsin is rolling. I will take them to win the Big 10 tournament and then also to win March Madness, the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Take Wisconsin again plus 11,000. Wisconsin is the team. I'm telling you they are buzzing. They play very gritty, not fun to watch basketball. I watch every goddamn game and I will take them to win March Madness. They're going to probably get a 5 seed, maybe a 4 seed and take Wisconsin to win it win it all. They're buzzing, they get put on the right side of the bracket. Who knows? Plus 11,000, right. that's just so, free money.
1: There was those are our picks. Uh
0: Liam's going to be on vacation right here. oh uh, yeah i'll be uh in orlando we might be doing a mccarran essentially a abroad trip uh where i might be live recording from, orlando. from uh, orlando poolside i uh might have an yeah live from orlando i might uh put up a nice might have a nice uh little mimosa while i'm recording you know maybe get a tropical drink while i'm down there uh poolside but yeah it's i'm um, excited for the trip and uh, you know, the grind of the podcast doesn't stop, and I might—I plan I on getting, thinking, yeah, so maybe banging out an episode on down there. Just
1: because of the fact he'll be in Orlando, and because there's really not much going on, uh, we kind of hit on everything we wanted to hit on. Free agency doesn't kick off for two weeks. Draft is a while away. Other sports are kind of just whisting away in the regular season, so might be a one-episode week next week. But two weeks from now, we'll have a lot going on. We'll have the free agency beginning, um, all that. So yeah.
0: hmm Yeah, and then we got they got yeah. the
1: draft. It's we'll have creeping we'll have up some more guests on soon. We're excited. Uh we're back. We're we're back, bro. I love it. I love how we're hammering out episodes. This is awesome. Yep. Oh yeah, we're all right. we're banging so, them out. We're we'll banging them out, like them out like you read about. Probably next week. So This has been episode 13. See you soon. Peace out.